Well, hello and welcome to the Maximizing Prayer Time Breakout. Um, thanks for listening to this. And uh, we, in this breakout, want to talk all about prayer time in group and how can we maximize that time? How can we make the most of it and encourage participation with those in our group when it comes to prayer? Uh, my name is Nate Miller. I am one of the pastors on staff at Northridge. I get the privilege of leading out at our Webster campus, also one of our community group coaches. And also, I have the privilege of having my wife uh, host this breakout with me. Hi, I'm Emily. Nate and I, we've been at Northridge for 12 years, and we've been leading community group together for 11 of those years. And while we are, in fact, presenting this breakout, know that we're very much growing and learning alongside you in this area of what prayer time looks in our group. So prayer time is an important part of any community group meeting, and oftentimes it can be overlooked or just an add-on to the end of our groups. You know, we're really good at snacks, having a sign-up, making sure there's a snack there every week, and then icebreaker, everyone participates, there's good, good participation with that, and then the sermon discussion happens, and that goes really well. And then there's the prayer time at the end. It's, it's one of the most important parts of our time together, and it's often overlooked. So we just want to talk about having a meaningful prayer time in your group. What does that look like, and how do we do that? And we also recognize that, that this can also be one of the more challenging times in our groups. Praying in front of people and opening up our can of life, whether it's good or bad, can be a very nerve-wracking or intimidating thing, not only for us, but for the people in our group. And it's a bit of an art to be able to pull that out of people and foster participation. And this is especially true to people who are new to our group or people who are new to faith or haven't crossed that line of faith yet. And if it's handled poorly, we can leave a lasting negative impact on that new person or the people in our group. Yeah, so as we kind of start this conversation around maximizing prayer time, we really want to start with understanding the why. Why prayer? And I think most of us would agree, and we know that prayer is important, but I think it's good for us to be reminded um, of the why behind prayer and why it's such a vital part of our community groups. And first and foremost um, is that it shows our dependence um, is on God that we are fully dependent on him. We need his help in all things, every moment of every day, every decision. Um, we need God's help. And prayer is a way of showing that our hearts are desiring more of God, less of ourselves, that we are fully dependent on him. So why prayer? It shows our dependencies on God. Secondly, um, why prayer is important is because the, the New Testament models it. It's clear as we look um, in the New Testament, that the early church practiced and had a regular rhythm of prayer. There's a couple passages that come to mind. Acts 2 verse 42, which says this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Colossians 1 verse 3 and verse 9 say this, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So it's clear that the New Testament models it, the early church practiced it, and that's another reason why, why prayer is important and an, an important part of community groups. Another reason is that your relationships will deepen. Uh, your relationship with Christ will deepen as you pray with others in your group, as you share your own request, and as you 
pray for the requests of others and plead with God on their behalf. Your relationship with, with Christ will deepen. But not only that, your relationship with one another will deepen as well as you open up about your struggles and you also hear the struggles of other people in your your group that's going to take your relationship to a deeper level and that's that's the beauty of of, of prayer and being open and honest and seeking god together and uh, and so your relationships with christ your relationships will, with others will deepen and you know we talk quite a bit in groups about the abc's of group you know the applying the bible building relationships and caring for one another and I think prayer time, especially when it comes to building relationships and caring for each other, prayer time is one of one of the key ways in which we're actually able to live out that, um, you know, the ABCs of, of group, especially when it comes to relationships and, and care, because you're getting to that deeper level where you're able to um, be praying with someone, helping them through a, a difficult time in their life. But those are just some of the reasons, again, that I think it's important for us to remember why prayer is important when it comes to groups. So Nate just shared a little bit of the why. Now, how do we practically live it out? How do we live out the prayer in the context of our groups? So first, we have to model it. It starts with us as the leaders. We have to model it. Um, First of all, we live it out privately. Model it by living it out privately. As a leader, be a person of prayer yourself. When we are spending time with God, regularly pray in that time. Have that be a part of your time with God. Also, learning how to pray passages of Scripture so that what comes out of our mouths is a reflection and the outflow of what's in our heart. Also, praying for your group members and asking God to give you his direction in leading the group. We can't do groups without God. And so just being able to spend that time focusing on our group and our group members allows God to come into our groups. And then not only do we live it out privately, but we model it publicly. Model it publicly. Model what it looks like in your group. When you pray out loud in your group, Keep your prayers honest, authentic, and from your heart. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, prayer time is one of the most meaningful parts of group, and yet it's often one of the most missed. And when I'm out coaching groups and, and meeting with the leaders that I have the privilege to coach, one of the things I really try to encourage them is that whether they realize it or not, as a leader, you are setting the tone for what prayer looks like in your in your group. And you're either doing it intentionally or unintentionally, but people are paying attention to how you pray, which is why I always encourage my leaders, even myself, every time I share a request in group, it's always personal. It's always related to a struggle that I am having that I would, I need God's help in and I would love for their encouragement, accountability and prayers on. And so I think for us as leaders, when we when it comes to modeling it publicly, that we should be sharing open and honest requests that are, are related to us. And I think if you have a, a person in your group that is insisting on praying for a nephew's brother's uncle or something, you know, a very distant request that that's okay. And that's fine. And that's going to happen. But I would just encourage you to ask a follow up question to that. And just to say, Hey, we will be praying for that request. But how can I be praying for you in that situation? And again, that queer, that question gets it back to really that person and their the opportunity that God has for them in this struggle to grow in their relationship with with Christ, so again, just some thoughts and ideas for how we as leaders can continue to uh, to model prayer publicly and do that well with our group. 
Yeah, and lastly, we just want to share with you a basic guide for group prayer when it comes to modeling it. And hopefully this will help you to be able to cultivate prayer in your group as you think about how to model prayer. So number one, keep it short. Short, simple prayers create safety. Um, That way, when you go into prayer with your group, when you're keeping it short, it's not way over those group members' heads. They don't they don't have any feelings of, boy, I, I should have gone to a Bible college or I should have graduated from a seminary to be able to pray in group. So keep it short. Short, simple prayers create safety. And then number two, keep it real. Simple prayers are direct and honest. Again, model that authenticity. Model honesty. Um, I think about someone that Nate and I worked with and every every time she would pray, I I just remember thinking, boy, I want my prayers to be like that. Every time she would pray, they would just be these short, honest, authentic prayers that just deepened my relationship with Christ and allowed me to focus on what was being said. So another way that we can practically live out prayer in our groups is to keep it safe. Consider the new person. Don't call on someone to pray. And I'm going to repeat that again. Don't call on someone to pray. Ask for volunteers. Otherwise, those new people in your group, the, the people that are new to faith, they may think that the next time they show up to group, that they'll be called on next week to pray out loud. And I think the thing is, too, it's being okay with the awkward silence. Um, and I even, in my prayer time with group, I'm I'm out front about that. I say, there's going to be some awkward silence or after the awkward silence, I'll close. So I'm, I'm very sure to say that prayer can sometimes be awkward. And, you know, I think about over the summer, Nate and I hosted a summer group and there was a woman that came to our group that she just started coming to Northridge this past spring, and we're not even sure that she has crossed the line of faith yet, but during during our prayer time, she just asked the honest and innocent question, what is prayer? She, she had no context for what prayer was, and I think that allowed me to just think that that we can't make assumptions knowing everyone knows how to pray or what to do when it comes to prayer. Uh, that's good. <clears throat> Along with that, that same idea, there's some phrases that we, I've actually picked up and heard other group leaders using that I've kind of jotted down and try to use and incorporate in my group that have been really helpful. Hopefully they can be encouraging to you. Um, but when it comes to this whole idea of don't call on someone to pray, ask for volunteers. Here's a couple of statements though that we can say to, again, help people understand, uh, especially new people, be mindful of that new person in group. The first one is is that everyone doesn't have to pray, but we'd love to pray for everyone. So again, you're not putting this pressure or expectation that everyone needs to pray, but you are saying we would love to pray for everyone. So it opens that door for someone just to share a request. doesn't have to be anything deep, but at least gives them an opportunity to open up and to participate in prayer time and share a request that we can be praying for them on throughout the week. Another phrase that we tend to use at the beginning of our prayer time that helps the new person is this, that this isn't advice time. This is time for us to share requests. I've seen this regularly in my own group and as I've been out coaching other groups that it can be so easy 
Maybe it's just a guy thing, but in guy prayer time, a guy shares a request and then next thing you know, two, three, four guys are piling on. Well, have you tried this? Well, did you do this? Well, you should try this. And it really just turns into advice time. And that's not the purpose of, of your prayer time is to mention requests, ask follow-up questions that again, get that person to engage more, participate more and share more about the request. Not just tell them how to fix it, not just to give advice. So this isn't advice time, this is a time to share requests. And then finally, another statement that we will often say at the beginning of prayer time is that this is a safe place and what's shared here is confidential. I think it's important to build trust within your group so that they know that what is shared in prayer time is gonna stay within that circle of people and that's a place where we, we are confidential with what is shared there. Another um, tip to keep in mind to consider the new person is just don't expect everyone to pray every time, especially if it's a newer person. If they pray one week, that's awesome. That's great. But if they choose not to pray the following week, that's okay. Don't see that as a bad thing. Um, that's there, There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, so if, if they pray one week, don't pray another week. That's okay. Don't expect everyone to pray every time. Another tip would just be to try to avoid praying in a circle because if you're praying in a circle the closer it gets to that new person they're going to feel a pressure that they need to pray even popcorn style prayer can start to go in a circle one person you know starts to pray and then the person next to them and the person next to them and all of a sudden you just again that new person is feeling the pressure as it gets closer to them so as the leader jump in and disrupt the circle if that begins to happen, um, even in popcorn style prayer. Um, and then finally, uh, this, this is a pet peeve of mine, honestly. Um, but be clear on who will close the prayer time. Be clear on who will close the prayer time. One of the things that can drive me crazy is if I'm in a group setting and we're praying and there's no clear direction on how this thing is going to end, like who's going to close it out, who's going to pray or who's going to do the, the closing prayer. So just have a plan. Be clear on who will close close that prayer time out. Yeah, and even going back to Nate's point about um, this is an advice time, saying that in your group, um, I, that happens in the girls' time too. And I think the thing is when someone offers up a request, it's it's kind of a learned art to be able to just listen to them and to ask good questions, help them process it, but you know, don't offer that advice. Um, be okay with with just letting them talk and share um, and not have that natural response of automatically offering advice. So be okay sitting, sitting in that request and then just going to prayer in it. Um, so yeah, finally, when it comes to prayer time and what it looks in group, we have to guide prayer time. As leaders, we have to guide the prayer time. So before our groups even start, for this trimester, have a plan. Ask yourself what, what prayer time is going to look like this trimester. Um, so at the start of the trimester, when your groups get together and you have that first prayer time, give those guidelines. Make sure you have a plan and explain it to the guys or the girls what the whole prayer time is all about. And then at the same time, it's a fine balance. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead. Um, sometimes, you know, there's a certain week where someone's really struggling and and they have to to work something out um and they really need prayer on something allow the holy spirit to lead in that moment and don't miss the opportunities that you can step into a group member's life through prayer and then also 
aim to make your prayer time usually around 30 to 40 minutes. Our group, mine and Nate's group, we run from 6.30 to 8.15, and we usually make sure that our discussion consistently ends at or around 7.30 to make time for prayer. Don't be afraid to stop the discussion, even though if, if it's a really good discussion, everyone's participating, good questions are being asked, don't be afraid to stop that discussion to make sure you have time for prayer. And then finally, mix it up. Use a variety of praying methods. Um, there are there are a list of 10 creative ideas for group prayer. Um, and if you need a copy of that, you can get a hold of that. They're in your notes as well if you have the booklet. Um, and we're not going to go through each and every one of them, and, and you can read through them, and they're pretty self-explanatory. But there's also a number of a number of ideas that we didn't list or we didn't put in this list, but hopefully this list gives you some creative ideas to be able to implement and be able to mix it up throughout your trimesters. And in this, you know, the idea of mixing it up became more apparent to me is when that woman that came to our summer group, um, she didn't even know what prayer was. And I think about how I had to change, change up prayer a little bit and implement some other ideas for our prayer time. Um, we, we tend to use number three on the list. Number three is that everyone writes down a request. So we get a, a few pads of post-it notes, give everyone a post-it note. They write their name on the list or on the note, put their phone number, um, and then write down a request. And if they don't have a request, they, they're not sure really what to put down, I'll say, you know, write a faith step, something you want to do this week. Do you, do you want to read your Bible three times this week? Do you want to work on praying this week? Write a faith step, something you want to work on this week, or even something that you want or, or some way that you see God working in your life. And, and I think that that kind of gives them a few ideas of what to put on their post-it note. Um, and also our group, whoever's facilitating, we rotate facilitation. Whoever is leading that facilitation time also leads prayer. So that is also another way that we kind of mix it up in our groups. That way, whoever is facilitating and leading prayer, they can feel free to, to mold prayer time, whatever, however they want. Yeah, when it comes to the post-it notes, we also, so we put our name, our cell phone number, and then that request or a, a faith goal or a next step that someone wants to take. And then it's our responsibility, whatever name you get, is to call, text um, that person that you got on your card. Sometimes we even encourage like, hey, this week you need to grab coffee or lunch with the card that you got to, again, deepen the relationship and to... Um, really take it to the next level. So those are, again, just some ideas that we found that have worked well in our group. Um, there are a number of ideas you'll see in the notes for this breakout, again, to give you some, maybe a fresh look to uh, fresh ideas for when it comes to prayer time in your group. But hopefully this breakout has helped just remind you of the why, why prayer needs to be such a, a vital and important part of our groups, how we are to model it as leaders, and also just how we should also always keep in mind the new person um, you know, in the next week or so, as our fall trimester kicks off, there's going to be dozens, uh, dozens and dozens of new people checking out groups for the first time. And so 
we have the opportunity to kind of make it or break it. And sometimes prayer time can be that. So hopefully this has equipped you with some ideas to really be able to maximize that time um, this year when it comes to prayer time in your group. But thank you guys so much for, for listening. We're praying and hoping for a great year of community groups ahead.